The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. dangerous buildings hearings. Once we have concluded the dangerous buildings hearings, I will close out this section and take us back to our agenda that we have to wrap up. But with that, may the clerk please call the roll. Councilmember Gabriela Santiago Romero. Present. Councilmember Scott Benson. Councilmember Mary Waters. Present. Madam Chair, you have a quorum. Thank you, Madam Clerk. I will now turn it over to the administration that's going to read the purposes of us being here today and more information valuable to the public. Thank you, Madam Chair. For owners of property here today, if City Council orders your building to be demolished, you have the opportunity to go to the Building Safety Environmental and Engineering Department located in room 418 and request a deferral of the demolition order. This means that you must do the following. Provide proof of ownership or interest in the property, pay all required inspection fees, secure all openings on your building from trespass in the elements and remove all exterior debris, abandoned vehicles and overgrowth, pay or make arrangements regarding any delinquent city taxes, obtain the necessary permits to bring your building into compliance with all applicable codes and submit a completed deferral application. Thank you, Ms. Fulton, LPD. Thank you, Madam Chair. In addition to the important information just provided by the administration's representative as to the nature of these hearings and the consequences and the options and so forth, people should be aware these are the legally required hearings of the City Council Committee in order to either agree or not agree with the recommendation of uh, BCED as to the 60 buildings on today's uh, dangerous buildings list. Uh, that means that the property owners have the opportunity to persuade the committee and the uh, BC has the opportunity to persuade the committee also that uh, their decision as to demolition should prevail. Um, these are administrative appeal hearings. This is the opportunity for those issues to be discussed. In order to grant everybody due process and make the hearings meaningful, representatives of the administration are here with photos and evidence to be reviewed from the files. Thank you. Thank you, Attorney Stevens. Um, BC, I'll turn it over to you for introductions. Inspector? Inspector Michael Walter, Building Safety Engineering Department. Thank you. Raven Roberts, Building and Safety Clerical. Rita Colts, Clerical Staff. Thank you all so much for being here. As Attorney Stephen mentioned, um, these are hearings where you can make a case to remove your property from a demolition list. I will let the public know that we try to get through these hearings five minutes at a time. So I do keep my eye on the time and ask that when we get to your property that you please state your name, which address you're calling about. You must be the owner of the property that you're calling us about. And we are going to then pull information from BC as to why they are deeming your property to be demolished. Your property may have also been withdrawn from the demolition list, so I will let you know of those results um, once we get to your property. But the questions that we will ask you if it is up for demolition are simple. It is what is your plan with the property? What are your plans with the property for the property? If you can show us plans, we are most likely to support you in sending your property back to BC for those arrangements, for those um, fixtures to be made to your property to make them safe again. Um, and if not, we are most likely to concur with the department's recommendation for demolition. With that, I believe there is somebody here in person that is here for a hearing. Uh, Darren? 
Darren, if you wouldn't mind taking one of these seats, there are mics. Make sure that once you get to the seat, you turn the mic on, it will go from red to green. And then just let us know which property you're calling it about. Hi, um, I'm here for 8041 John R. Okay, and if the clerk can please note that we are being joined by Vice Chair Benson. I shall note. You said, uh, Darren, 8041 John R? Correct. This is the eighth property under the 11th block. It is being ordered demolished. Please let us hear from BC as to why before we get to you in, um, for any questions. And if we can please zoom into every image. On 11-1-2022, an inspection was made on this property for City Council. We found a one-story masonry commercial building, open a trespass at the side and the pedestrian garage door. The lot is not maintained. There are no permits on the property, no VPO on this property. It's open to the elements at the rear roof soffit. We have two sets of prints, but we have to go to the next one for that. It's got a junk, uh, unlicensed car there. It's got some debris on the side. You can see in the back of the lower right-hand wall, she'll set up as another set of pictures in a minute, where you can see that the, the wall above that blue tarp was, uh, is uh, deteriorating a little bit. And you see that in the middle upper uh, corner and the, the right upper corner, where they've lost a, uh, a what do you want to say, a skin of brick. It still needs some work. You see the lower corner here where, where there's a vent there. There's an opening for uh, animals and stuff to get in the buildings. You're seeing the, the junk Lincoln Continental, maybe? Some junk and debris. The recommendation that we order this building demo. Thank you, Inspector. Darren, what are your plans for the property? Um, we recently actually obtained um, the ability to access the building. There was a squatter in it, uh, and um, our, we used it for storage since then, and we plan to continue to use it for storage for homes in the area that we're maintaining and renting. Do you have any plans to address the issues that the inspector just mentioned, the openings of, there's there seems to Correct. be openings, yes. debris, what are the plans yes. for those? Um, we. I, I spoke with uh, Inspector Walters downstairs. We intend to repair those items. I have the printouts myself within the next two weeks for the next hearing. Okay. Inspector, and you feel okay about those changes being made within two weeks so we can send this back? Yes, we have a hearing scheduled the next two weeks. I think it should be more than enough time to remove the junk car, move the debris, and do some uh, repairs and sealing up that property. Okay. Colleagues, any questions or are we okay to send this back to BC? Motion to return eight, excuse me, 11, eight to ju uh, jurisdiction for BC. Are there, any, BC? are there any objections until the 21st, November 21st? Yep. Hearing no objections, we are gonna send 8041 Gen R back to BC until November 21st. Thank you, Darren, for coming in. Thank you. I don't see any other members of the public here as it regards to any hearings. So, Ms. Duncan, how many folks do we have online? Madam Chair, 
There are currently five hands raised. The first caller being caller ending in 147. Caller number. There are 11 hands raised. Um, last caller is 147. Caller ending in 147. You are going to be moved over as a panelist. Please unmute yourself and let us know which property you're calling us about. Madam Chair, it appears they've unmuted themselves. However, they haven't um, began speaking. Caller in 147, we can't hear you. If you're yes. speaking, oh, we can hear you now. What is your name? We, we, we can't hear you again. Can you hear now? A little bit. It's a little choppy. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you clear. Okay, you sound much better now. What is your name? Uh, Cornell Grant. Cornell? Cornell Grant. Yes. Which property are you calling in about? Um, actually, uh, the address that you guys have is wrong. It's 14906 Wyoming. Okay, one second. You said fourteen nine zero six zero two Wyoming zero six zero six one four nine zero six Wyoming. So, Inspector, yes. is the address wrong on our agenda, or is this a, a different hearing date that he should be attending? Um, we do have a 14912 right Wyoming, so I'm not sure if it's a building next door we're talking about. Let's see. Yeah, that's the address that you have. That's the address on the front of my building, but the address is wrong. I just purchased the building um, maybe a few months. And you purchased 14906 Wyoming. That's the actual address, but it's uh, 14912, I think. Is what's on yes, it's what's what we have in our agenda here. So one four nine one two Wyoming is across the street from your property. Um one four nine one two actually that's the address that's on the building that I purchased. So this is the property that we're talking about. Okay. So yes, yes, yes. Okay. So one four nine one two Wyoming is being ordered demolished. Please give us a second to hear from the inspector as to why. In 102822, an inspection was made for City Council. We found a one-story commercial brick building, found the dwelling vacant and opened a trespass and opened the elements at the top window, the door in the rear and the roof. The yard was not maintained. It's got debris throughout the site. The dwelling has damaged throughout. The dwelling is damaged throughout. Uh, we have no VPO on this property, no permits. So you can see how wide open this building is. And walk right into it. You see the debris on the on the on the ground in front of it in the lower right hand picture. So our recommendation to have this building order demo. Thank you, Inspector. Colonel, what are your plans for the property? 
Uh, it's going to be a fence company and a learning center for youth from the ages from 19 to 40. Do you have any plans to make repairs in the immediate so it's not open like this to the to, to the elements? Yes. Yes, I set the post to close the back off, and I got some guys going to brick up all the windows in the back because it's going to be like a welding shop and a learning center, and it's going to be a fence company. Um, I closed off the front door. I welded that door shut because I'm putting in a brand-new door until I get the new door put in. I, I weld the front door shut. Then the back door is going to be a, a steel 10-foot-high door. I opened the wall up so I could clean the debris out because the building was burnt up and the roof was uh, on the ground. So I had to drive a bobcat in there to clean it out. And I cleaned the lot out, and I painted the building so it didn't look so bad, you know. And uh, right now we're working on it. We're setting a post in the front so people won't be coming in and dumping debris in the lot, which is uh, on the um, north side of the building. Understood. Do you have any plans to at least close the building off from the elements anytime soon within the next two weeks. Um, because... Yes, ma'am. This, okay. this, this week, it'll be closed off. Everything will be closed. The back will be closed and bricked up, and the steel door will be up uh, in the front and in the back. Okay. Is that, Inspector, the, the picture on the top, is that the roof completely be missing? Okay. So, Carnell, I don't what are what would the plans be to ensure that the roof isn't open to the elements? Well, right now I'm working on uh, I'm a welder, combination welder, and I'm building all the beams that the wraps, the um, trusses that go across, and we're going to put sheet that on the top, and the uh, guy's going to put a rubber roof on because hmm. it's too expensive for me to. Um, put a roof on right now at this moment within two weeks or a month because it's $80,000 with all the quotes that I got. The cheapest quote I got was $60,000. Hmm. Understood. And you mentioned that you can get that work done within the next week? Well, not the roof. Okay. Just um, just the, the cement work, uh, closing the back of the building off and, and putting the steel doors up in the front and in the back. Understood. Inspector, he mentioned that he just purchased this property. If he can close off the siding, what can we do to help him give him some time to work on this property since he is doing some of the work um, and since he just purchased the property? How long ago did you purchase the property, sir? Uh, it's been about, mm, say, about four months, three months, three, four months, and I just... Uh, Worked out a payment plan because the taxes was high because the building's been sitting for 15 years. If it's your intention to repair this roof and you can't secure it in two weeks, then I need you to secure a permit in the two weeks for that roof. Now okay, I need that's to show not that a you're going to move forward on this, but if you can't secure it, then you need to show me the provisions that you're going to have it repaired. Yes, I, I was going to come down next, well, this week, since today is Monday, I probably could come down tomorrow and, and try to get permits to start working on the brickwork, uh, the roof, to where I can, so, you know, I don't have a problem uh, putting the roof on or having the brick layers over there, putting the brick up. Okay. If but as far as the cleanup, I did all the cleanup with the Bobcat. Understood. If you are able to pull those permits this week, 
um, then I think we would be comfortable sending this back to be seed until the 21st, which will give you two weeks to pull the permits to prove to the inspector that you are making um, these uh, fixed, that you're, you are fixing the property, that you're working on the property. Um, I wouldn't suggest coming in tomorrow only because it's election day. I don't know what the offices are going to look like, whether they're going to be open or not. Um, I know that many council mem council won't be holding business tomorrow, so I'm not sure about the rest of the offices. But um, would you be able to just to confirm pull those permits uh, by the 21st? Yes. Yeah. Okay, colleagues. Are there any other questions? Hearing none, is there a motion to send back 14912 Wyoming to BC until November 21st? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, we're sending this property back to BC until the 21st. Thanks for calling in, Carnell. Thank you. Ms. Duncan, who's our next caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is Kay Smith. Kay Smith? Kay Smith, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please unmute yourself and let us know which property you're calling about. Sorry. Can you hear me now? We can hear you. Okay, thank you. I'm calling about property 18912 Huntington. Okay, give us one second. One eight nine one two Huntington. Yes. All right. This property is being ordered demolished. Please give us a second to hear from the inspector as to why. And this is the sixth property in the eleventh block. All right. Inspection at 1031-22 was made. We found a one-family, one-and-a-half-story frame dwelling with garage, vacant open to elements at the front and rear, fire-damaged windows. Second floor open to elements, and the fire damage apparently is fire damage is apparent as well. The premises is not maintained. Debris litters a lot. You can see the second floor windows are open. Mm -hmm. You can see all the garbage in the back of the property. Mm-hmm. You see both windows on each side of the gable and they're open. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, Inspector. Our recommendation to have this building order demo. Thank you, Inspector. Kay, given everything that the inspector just shared, do you have any plans to make any of these uh, changes um, to the property? Yes, the property is a rental property. And it was, uh, it was caught on fire. It was a Section 8 property. It was people living in there with the Section 8 tenant that should not have been there. So the property, you know, was they started a fire. So we're in the process, at least I'm in the process of trying to find a contractor to come in, not only to board up the windows and get things uh, rolling in in order, but also to clean up all the debris. Um, if you give me two weeks, I can at least get the debris cleaned up some of the debris that is outside that is in the yard came from other locations where people dump their stuff in the yard. So I have to have someone come and clean that up. 
Um, but I can have the debris cleaned up, taken care of in two weeks. I can have the property, the doors secured front and back and the windows secured in two weeks. But the hardest thing, as you know, right now is finding contractors. Um, yep. So I completely understand. And I think that we would feel more comfortable giving two weeks if the, if more repairs were made. So there are windows that are exposed that can be a simple um, board up. Would you be able to ensure not just the debris to be picked yes. up, but for these openings to be secured as well? Yes. Um, I, have a, I have a person that I can call and have them um, work on the windows and get that secured and um, have the back door, because if I'm not mistaken, the side door is not secure. Have that secured and the window upstairs secured. Okay, any questions from my colleagues? Okay. 21st, there's been a motion to send this back to BC until November 21st. Are there any objections? May I see something? Yes, Inspector. Ma'am, do you have a pencil? I need to give you my email address. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, anybody else listening, please take this down. It is mm -hmm. Walter M. W A L T E R M at DetroitMI.gov. So for your property, I need you to send me pictures showing that the building is secured from trespassing elements. If you can still see the pictures on our screen, you can see that your back, mm -hmm. the back windows that are boarded, they're about 90% boarded. We need the windows completely boarded. Okay. And uh, anything above the first floor can be boarded from the inside. So those second okay. floor windows shouldn't be hard, but I need pictures of all four sides. I see some growth okay. on the corner of this building in the lower picture that needs mm -hmm. to be cut down. The yard needs to okay. be maintained better. And so okay. if you show me pictures of the building completely secured and the yard's maintained, and since it's going to take you time to find contractors, you should be applying for a VPO for this property, which will allow the vacant property to stay vacant as long as you keep it maintained and secured. I'll let you do that a year at a time. Then we should have no problem with drawing this from council. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Inspector. I'll make sure I get that to you. Thank you for calling in, Kay. Thank you. We are. We can move on now to our next caller. Who's our next caller, Miss Duncan? Madam Chair, looks like the next caller is caller ending in five three four. Caller ending in five three four. Please let us know your name and which property you're calling us about. Learning in 534. Please let us know which property you own that you're calling us about. Ms. Duncan, if we can't hear from caller 534, can we put them back in the queue? Yep, Madam Chair, the next caller is David Anderson. David Anderson, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling about. Hear me? Uh, very, very faintly, David. Can you hear us? Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. I, I can hear you guys now. I couldn't hear you for a second. 
Okay, which property are you calling us about? Uh, calling in regards to 15338 Pinehurst. Okay. And we're uh, not calling to contest. I just wanted to confirm we got it knocked down last week, so. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, property 15338 Pinehurst. This property was actually withdrawn from the demolition list. So if you have already demolished the property that you own at your own wish, yep. thank you for letting us know. Cool, thanks. Thank you, have a good one. Ms. Duncan, who's our next caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is Kim Moore. Kim Moore, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling about. Hello. 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 Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Very faintly, but yes, we can. Which property are you calling about? 12135 Kentucky Street. 12135 Kentucky Street is being ordered demolished. This is the 10th property under the 11th block. Please give us one second to hear from the inspector as to why. Ten twenty eight twenty two. an inspection was made for city council. We found a one-family, two-story frame dwelling, vacant and open and trespass to the front entry and the damaged windows, fire damage to the interior, front porch is structurally damaged, premises has not been maintained, no vacant property, no permits. On the lower left-hand corner, I think you can see the, the upper left-hand, you can see the door wide open, lower left and upper left. Mm -hmm. See some windows open on the second floor. And that's fire damage on the top, right? Yep. Okay. Being open to trespass, it's our highest level of danger. Okay. Thank you, Inspector. Kim, do you have any plans to make repairs for your property anytime soon? We were repairing the home and someone broke in it and started squatting and set a fire in the house. Um, at this point, I really don't know what to do. Mm. Okay. Do you have plans to repair or demo? I'm, I'm sorry. Do you, do you have plans to try to continue to make repairs to the property or do you plan on demolishing it? Um, we were going to try to make repairs, but we are, I'm, I'm unsure of how long does it give me to repair it, even because Mm. because of the damage that just happened to it. Understood. So, so Kim, just, just so you know, all we would need for, for you to be in compliance is to ensure that your property is not open to the elements, that the debris is cleaned and the overgrowth is removed. Because as you know, when properties look a certain way, it does invite folks to, to get into them, to, to enter the buildings. So if you can let us know 
that you can ensure that the door will be closed, any windows that are open will be boarded up, that the debris will be cleaned up. Um, as the inspector mentioned, uh, putting your property on the vacant property list every year will be very, uh, very, very supportive of you as well to, to not see this property be on the demolition list. If you're able to comply with all of that, maintaining the property to make sure it's uh, free from being open to the elements, maintaining the overgrowth, and putting it on the vacant property list, that, that is all you would need while you gather what you have to do on your end to make those larger repairs. Is that, that, is that something that you're interested in? Yes, I would definitely be interested in that. Okay, if you are able to make those repairs, and I'll have the inspector share with you how to um, put your property on the vacant property list, but if you're able to do that, could you do that within the next two weeks? Yes, ma'am. Okay, if that is the case, um, we don't. We here do not want to see any residents lose their property if they're willing to 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 make the repairs. Um, so, inspector, can you share with the public how someone can put their property in the vacant property list? Yes, ma'am. First, I want to make sure you have my email address. Uh, yes, I do have it. The Walter M at DetroitMI.gov. Okay. Yep. So the same DetroitMI.gov website. You can go into the website and go into Building Safety, and just put in vacant properties, and they should walk you through. The process on how to register your vacant property. You'd have to upload your title and uh, fill out some some information for us, and that'll at least get you started for registration. Then you'd have to have a request an inspection, and uh, if they have any issues, they'd send you a correction order, and then you make those corrections, and they would issue a, a cert for that property that's good for one year. I'm okay. looking for this property to be secured from trespassing elements. And as I said before, any windows above the first floor can be secured from the inside, but we want the yards to be maintained, no junk, no debris, and no overgrowth. Okay. All right, Kim, if you're able to do that. Colleagues, do we have any questions or is there a motion to send 12135 Kentucky back to BC until November 21st? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, we're sending this property back to BC until the 21st. Thank, for calling, thank you for calling in, Kim. Good luck. Thank you very much. Ms. Duncan, who's our next caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is Sydney Davis. Sydney Davis, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling it about. Uh, yes, can you hear me? We can hear you. Hello, Sydney. We may have lost you. We can see you. Can you hear us? Hello. Yes, hello, can you hear us? Oh yes, I can hear you now, hi, how are you? Doing well, how are you? I'm fine. Good, which property are you calling us about? Uh, 13008 Frankfurt, Detroit, Michigan, 48213. Okay, this is the 10th property on the 10th block. This property is being ordered demolished. Sydney, give us one second to hear from the inspector as to why. Uh, yes.
On 1028, an inspection was made for City Council. We found a one-half story, one family, half of a brick duplex, open elements at the rear roof and the, and the rear first and second floor windows. The yard was overgrown, the rear was impassable, the garage is collapsed and overcome with growth. It's been vacant for over six months. No vacant property, no permits. Mm. It's our recommendation to order this building demoed. You can see the opening, I think, in the lower windows. The upper window is open. It looks like a uh, uh, air conditioning is up there, but you can also see the deterioration in the in the roof on this upper left hand, upper right hand corner there, mm -hmm. where the deck boards and the shingles and everything and, and that water is just pouring in that building. Mm -hmm. So this condition is our recommendation to have this building order demolished. Thank you, Inspector. Sydney, same question. If you've been hearing the, um, the previous hearings, what are your plans to make repairs for the property? Okay, um, I bought the I bought next door. This is a duplex. I bought next door from the land bank, uh, 10, I mean, 10, 9, I just purchased this building, 10, 22, which about two weeks ago, I finally was able to reach the lady that owned the property, Miss Ali. So I was not able to do the, the roof until I'm able to do the whole roof. You, you don't wanna do half of a duplex, half the gutters, half the roof. So we've been in this house uh, 13008 the last three days. We moved 90 bags of debris out of this home. We're about to do a roof on this home. We're, I have a company that's coming to uh, clean this side of the yard. I already did 13002. I've been cleaning this house for the last two weeks on my side. I couldn't do anything until I closed the deal next door. I finally got in touch with Miss Ali. So I've been on top of this house every day. I've had crews of people. You can go over there right now. I've got the city of Detroit coming to do a, a special pickup for me. I called them. We've got debris almost half a block. This back that they're showing now, I've got a great uh, crane company that, that does demoing. He's going to take all the trees down. He's going to remove all the brush back there and put that garage in the dumpster as we're doing the... Um, the roof and and Sydney you you do own this property I do I just bought it uh, two weeks ago okay okay you mentioned that you have someone coming in soon to make the roof repair yes ma'am I, I also own a I'm sorry do you have a permit for that roof repair well the 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 uh, the roofing company will he, okay. he's I've got Carlos uh, construction company that's coming to do it they came over and gave an estimate, already did estimate. They're, they're just waiting for the okay. Okay. But, but my question is this also, ma'am, and I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I was a fireman for 37 years. I just retired in February. Now I've seen some, some houses be demoed. This is not one of them. Mm. Um, this is a half a duplex. How do you tear half? Or how do you mess the structure up and tear half of a house down? And my other half is over there. So I, I'm not just questioning, but Putting a roof on this house and doing some inside decking is not. See the bricks on this thing. This 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 house is sound. Mm -hmm. I, I've seen I've seen wooden houses that need to be torn down. I could I could bring the inspector about a, a, a thousand houses in the city of Detroit. This ain't one of them right here. They know that. I hear you, Sydney. I hear you. Congratulations, by the way, on your retirement. We oh, appreciate thank you very your much. service. Thirty-seven years, and I'm beat up. The city, I've be I've been beat up. I hear Trust you. Trust me on that job. I'm telling you. 
Well, well, thank you for your service and thank you for letting us know what you're doing to this property. Um, Inspector, given that he did just recently purchase this, there's work being done, what would make you comfortable sending, you, sending this back to you until the 21st? Well, we need this property secured from trespassing elements. Any windows, as I said before, on this, above this first floor can be barricaded from the inside. If his intent is to pull a, uh, to repair that roof with a permit, then if he can pull a permit within the next two weeks, I'd be fine with that. If he does not pull a permit, then he's going to have to put a tarp on that and, and send me pictures showing that the building is secured from elements. Understood. Uh, Sydney, were you able to get the inspector's number? Uh, is that the I watcher? Mean, email, uh, yes. Sale number? Email. Which number? Oh, the email is that watcher. I got I heard part of it. Watcher, is that a, do you have an initial there and then at mi.gov, I remember. Walter M at DetroitMI.gov. Yeah, MI. Yeah, we were going to put a tarp. We only reason why we didn't board it up the front doors, we had to come out with the debris. Like I said, we've got 90 bags out front right now. Got it. So we're going to put boards up to everything once we get finished with this one because we're, you know, I have to meet some uh, some deadlines next door because of the land bank. So mm. we're going to board this one up and we're going to put a tarp on that roof. And then when they're ready to, when we get that back the trees cut down, then we're going to go with the roof all the okay. way across. We're going to the new roof. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Sydney. I appreciate that. I appreciate the work that you're doing. If that's the case, you have his email address. As soon as you have the tarp down, if you, um, as soon as you have new images to send over to the, to the inspector, please do so. Um, do okay. so before the 21st so that we um, are able to withdraw this from the demolition list. Okay. We'll do. Okay. Colleagues. And once I put the once I put the tarp, will they send me something stating they they took that off the list? Once you send them all the information, and once the inspector feels good about how the property is in, uh, in, in its in its state, um, I believe you get a, a notice from the clerk. Uh, they will email. They will send you a, a letter letting you know that your property is no longer on the demolition list. Okay, got it. Thank you very much. Thank you. If there are no other questions, colleagues, is there a motion to send 13008 Frankfort back to BC until the 21st? Motion. Hearing no objections, we will send this back to BC until the 21st. Ms. Duncan, who's our next caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is Valerie. Valerie, you're going to be moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling in about. Valerie, can you hear us? She is a panelist, Madam Chair. She just has to unmute herself. Okay. Valerie, you're, you are already a panelist. Please unmute yourself. We'll give you a few more seconds to see if you're I able do. to join us. Hello? Oh, yes. Valerie, can you hear us? Yes. Yes. Great. Which property are you calling us about? On Chester. On Chester. Is it 17600 Chester? Yes. Are you the property owner? Yes. All right. This property is being ordered demolished. Please give us one second to hear from the inspector as to why. Can I unmute my property manager first? Is your, you have a property manager on the call? Yes. Who is your property manager? Damon. 
game in do you do you see a game in miss duncan damon damon all right is damon is your uh property manager so we can move damon over as a panelist as well but i ask that you both just give us one second to hear from the inspector as to why the property is being demolished inspector And there is some feedback, so I'm asking that panelists please mute yourself while you're not speaking, because we can hear feedback from your line. On 10-31-22, an inspection was made for City Council. Excuse me, on 10-28, an inspection was made. We found a one-story masonry commercial building. Open the elements at the rear side. The lot's not maintained. Large piles of debris. It's been vacant for over six months. We see no vacant property or no permits or anything on this property. If you look at the lower right, the lower left picture, you can see the openings. This is a cl closer view of the, it looks like they tore off the, uh, the gating, grating or something on it. And it is open. This middle picture is barely secured. With these conditions, this is why we're recommending this building be an order demo. Inspector, so that opening that we just saw, that's the only opening that there is? This is a one-story building, so any opening in this property is open to trespass. Sure. Understood. Okay. Uh, Valerie, if you've been listening in, um, I have the same question for you. Do you have any plans to make repairs to your property? Um, this is actually Damon here. I think those pictures may be a little older than 1028 because that the the building has been the the the, the debris has been removed and the opening has been secured. There's a new door, um, so I don't know okay. um, how it fits 1028, but I think maybe they may be a little old. Okay, that's that is that may be the case. Um, many times residents make repairs to their property after the inspection, after the notification. So if that is what you all did in this case, um, the inspector would need to see updated photos. So okay. if you already closed the, the, the open sections to the property, if you've cleaned the debris, if you're saying that this property is, is now maintained, um, then what you would have to do today, um, this week is send the inspector over photos with those yes, repairs no problem okay inspector can we do so you have my, my email I, address sir I, I, yes sir i have yes sir okay so we want to see that building secured from trespass elements we want to see that yard maintained if you can show me pictures yes, before the two weeks are up that that's the case and if you're leaving this vacant you should secure a vacant property certificate on this property uh, then we should have no problem dismissing this case or withdrawing it from council Thank you so much. Thank you both for calling in. Colleagues, is there a motion to send 17600 Trustor to be seated until November 21st? Motion. Hearing no objections, we will do so. Thank you for calling in. Ms. Duncan, who's our next caller? Thank you. Madam Chair, the next caller is Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling in about.
Hello. Yes, hello. Which property are you calling in about? I'm calling about 12840 Kilbourne. Okay, one second. You said 12840 Kilbourne? Yes, ma'am. This is the second property under the 12th block. This is being ordered demolished. Please give us a second to hear from the inspector as to why. On 1031, inspection was made for City Council at 12840 Kilbourne. We found a one-story brick, one-family dwelling, vacant open elements at the burnt wall. The fire damaged interior and exterior. The yard is not maintained, debris and overgrowth. We posted the building. There's no VPO compliance and no permits. Hard to see. It looks like in the lower lower picture there, you can see where the, the fire was kind of between the house and the uh, in the garage is like a, uh, a vestibule roof left. I'm not sure if there was a vestibule there at one time that may have been removed. But there's still some openings in that wall that uh, the inspector considers is open to elements. And you see the yards have been maintained that well and they be cut down. With these conditions, it's our recommendation this building be ordered demo. Can you show where the open areas are again? He's talking about openings at the fire damaged walls, at the wall there. Okay. Okay. Um, Chris, same question. Do you have any plans to make repairs to the property? I do. I'm currently um, working with uh, a contractor who's going to take care of the burnt, the burnt of the burnt part of the top of the garage, and um, everything else is secure. Um, and I have a landscaper service coming over sometime this week to uh, maintain the yard. The problem is I just, <clears throat> uh, I have a lot of illegal dumping. As soon as I mm -hmm. clear the yard, maintain the, the the grass and everything, then some people start dumping again. Um, but yes, I have plans to have the landscaper come over this, this week and take care of all of the overgrown uh, bushes. But everything else is secure. Okay. And I have a, a contractor that's um, going to come out and give me a couple of quotes on fixing the burnt part of the garage. Okay. Could you send the inspector images this week of the enclosed openings to the property? Yes, it's already it's already enclosed, or, or are you just talking about the top of the front of the garage? The inspector mentioned that there were some openings near the fire damage. Those would need, those would need to be secured as well. Yes, I can do that. Okay. Inspector, anything else that would need to be do, done in the, in the immediate? No, if you can send me pictures of the building secure trespassing elements, all four sides, even the side of the garage uh, on the other side of that vestibule and the yards that are being maintained, we should have no problem of receiving them before this next hearing in two weeks of withdrawing this case. Okay. So, Chris, do you need the inspector's email or were you able to to, re to jot it down? Um, I, I, I didn't hear him. It was kind of fuzzy on my head. All I heard was walking him. Okay, yes. The email is WalterM at DetroitMI.gov. DetroitMI.gov. Thank you. All right. Thank you. 
Colleagues, is there a motion to send 12840 Kilbourne back to BC until the 21st? Motion. Hearing no objections, this body will do so. Ms. Duncan, who's our next caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is Tanisha. Tanisha, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please unmute yourself and let us know which property you're calling in about. Uh, yes, 18919 Dale Street. Okay. 18919 Dale Street. This property is also being ordered demolished. Please give us a second to hear from the inspector as to why. Okay. And as BC'd pulls up the images. Anybody that is calling in for the dangerous building hearings that has not had a hearing yet, please raise your hand. We're getting to the end of our list here. Inspection was made at 1031-22 on, on this building. It was a one-family, one-half-story frame dwelling with garage. Vacant open trespass to the front and the side fire damage. The front and the side is fire damage throughout. Premises is not maintained. As you can see the pictures, I think they speak for themselves in this case. Opening at the front, fire damage coming out through the windows and doors, second floor. You see debris and overgrowth on the, on the side there a little bit on the yard. We need this building to be secure from trespassing elements and uh, the yards maintained if they think they're going to uh, save it. But as it sits right now, it's our recommendation to have this building order demo. Thank you, Inspector. Uh, Tanisha, there is a lot of damage to this property. Do you have plans for the property? What are your plans for the property? Yes, um, the house, it just got cleaned up around the area. It's getting boarded later on today. Um, I just need about two weeks. The house just burned down in August. Um, caught on fire actually when we was out of town on a family trip. Um, just give me two weeks, it'll be boarded up and everything. What are your plans for the property? Do you wanna, are you just gonna board it up and leave it as is? Cause it needs a lot of repairs. Um, it's, it's obviously burned down, which would I believe encourage folks to to um go into the property what are your long-term plans for this property fixing it back up as a family home um okay it's going to be fixed all the way up at the end of november i just need a uh I'm looking around and calling somebody how to fix the outside up to get the burnt spots fixed, the roof and everything. Okay. This is this property needs a lot of work, Tanisha, and it's it's gonna require um permits, um, making sure that you have the contractors. Do you have all of that already lined up to get this done by the end of November? No, I need a contractor, actually. Okay. I can get everything else boarded up and anything. 
keep it looking clean. Okay. I think the issue here is that, that this property has a lot of fire damage and and it would need to have immediate repairs yes. not beyond just the boarding up. Um, you would you would need to work on this property sooner rather than later just to deter any kind of more um, uh, more issues like these happening to the property, like like someone coming in and, and burning it down. It's 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 easier if, if the property doesn't have that much damage um, to allow for two weeks. But this is very difficult, um, at least for me to send back to BC for two weeks, seeing how much how damaged this property is and how much work needs to be done if there is no contractor set in place or, or, or any plan set in place. Just so you know, if we decide to agree with the departments to, to demolish, if we concur with the, with the recommendations to demolish this property, there is a deferral process. There is a way for you to still save the property. But I, I just don't know how much work can be done in two weeks that'll make this property safe and secure um, and not invite any um, anyone to either squat or, or, or burn it again. Colleagues, I'm not sure if you have any questions or concerns or comments regarding this property. Vice Chair? Well, just quickly, and maybe I missed it, was there indication that there is insurance on the property? Tanisha, do you have insurance for the property? No. Okay. Okay. Um, in, in this situation, and this is to the department, what, what usually happens? And just the look of the property, I mean, it's pretty extensive. Now, how long, I mean, is, but if it is boarded and secure from the elements, I mean, is that, that puts it in compliance. I mean, how long? I mean, she boards it and secures it from the elements and secures a VPO and meets the standard of uh, a vacant property. That, that building, she'd give her up to a year to work on that property, decide how she wants to come up with funds or put, the, put it together. Okay. So it would give her an opportunity. And then just to the applicant, just you really do want to save this property, even at the level of damage it has and the cost it'll take to re to bring yes. it back online? Yes. And you have the financial resources? No. Okay. So do you have a plan to get the financial resources? Yes. Okay. And then the next question is maybe, I'm not sure if you've done the, the cost-benefit analysis, maybe it's cheaper to just completely demolish the home and then look to purchase another property if it's for investment purposes or even for your family. Just a thought. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair. Yeah. Member Waters. Um, thank you. I, I wonder, uh, Madam Chair, if she's not trying to preserve the land so that she can rebuild on it. Is, is that what you're trying to do? Tanisha, Could you repeat that? Yes, Member Waters. I, I wonder if you're trying to preserve the land so that you can rebuild on it. Is that what you're trying to do? Yes. You want to be able to rebuild a what family home on there or something or what? Yes, a family home. Mm -hmm. Well, well, we can. What we can do is give you until the twenty first, 
to um, close it off to all of the elements that the inspector mentioned and uh, get your, what what is it, the vacant building? Vacant, uh, register as a vacant property. Vacant property um, certificate or whatever you call them. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, go from there. I, at least uh, the department won't be coming to tear it down if you close it off from the elements mm -hmm. and make sure you keep the yards and so forth clean. Yeah. Okay. So, Tanisha, what we're saying is that we will give you until the 21st of this month to completely board up this property. If there is any openings on the roof, there'd have to be a tarp over the roof. Um, but there are, as we can see, immediately the door and the windows would need to be uh, boarded up. The inspector would also need to see this property registered as a vacant property. And you can do so by going to DetroitMI.gov in the search bar, uh, putting vacant property registration, and then following those steps to register your property. Um, but if you are unable to board up the property and register it, this property could be sent back to this committee and we would have to agree to, to demolish it, okay? Okay, could you repeat the website again? Yes, it is DetroitMI.gov. DetroitMI, okay. as in Michigan, .gov, as in government. Okay. All right. So, colleagues, is there a motion to send 18919 Dale back to BC until the 21st? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, we will send this back until the 21st. Thank okay, you for, thank you. Thank you for calling in, and good luck. Ms. Duncan, who is our next caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is Charles Coleman. Charles, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling about. Okay, can you guys hear me? We can hear you now. Okay, perfect. So I was calling about uh, 15318 uh, Wickham Street, and that's Detroit. Okay. 15318 Wickham? Yes. This property is being ordered demolished. Give us one second to hear from the inspector as to why. And this is the fifth property in the 14th block. On October 28th, an inspection was made for City Council. We found a one-half-story single-family brick dwelling. Found dwelling vacant and open to trespass and open elements at the top windows. The yard is not maintained. It's debris throughout the site. Dwelling has fire damage throughout the dwelling. You see the second floor windows are open on the one side. Looks like there's some holes in the roof. Yes. One second, Charles. I'm just seeing over the fence. I'm just seeing a lot of branches and stuff from trees. It's hard to tell what the yard looks like back there. 
but with the conditions we have here, it's a recommendation to have this building order to Elmo. And then, Inspector, um, if you could go up. So the car is in the back that we see on the bottom left. That's off to the side, to the right of the house. Yeah, okay. Looks like there's a tarp on the roof at one time. Okay. Okay, so Charles, same question. Do you have any plans to make repairs for the property? Um, I actually don't myself because um, we were going to purchase it as an investment property, fix it up and put it back on the market. But with everything to get it, you know, to the standard to where you guys don't have to demo it, I don't think we're going to be interested in uh, moving forward with this project. So then you are okay with the city demolishing this property? Well, that's that's something that you have to talk to the owner with. Oh, so you're um, not the I'm owner, just... Charles? Correct. Okay. Then um, we're technically supposed to have these hearings with the owners. So if you are not, then thank you for letting us know that you were interested. But uh, we will then continue with the rest of our callers. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks, Charles. Mm -hmm. Ms. Duncan, who's our next caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is Michael Washington. Michael, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling about. Yes, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Which property are you calling about? 20514 Mansfield. Okay. This is the eighth property on the 12th block, and this is being withdrawn from a demolition list, meaning that it is no longer up to be demolished, so you are no longer in danger of having your property be demolished. Do you have any questions for us? Uh, no, that's great. All right. Well, thank you, Michael. That means that you did the work to put your property up to compliance. We appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Ms. Duncan, do we have any other callers? Yes, Madam Chair. There are five more hands raised, and the next caller is Joyner. Can you, can you re repeat the name again? Joyner. Joyner. Joyner, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling about. Uh, Joyner, 505 East Boston. I'm Shirley Joyner, here with my daughter, uh, Tyra Joyner, that's going to help me. I'm, I'm a senior. Hi, Mary Waters. <laughs> well, thank you both for calling in. You said which one, Member Waters? 9898. This is the ninth property under the eighth block. Do we have an eighth block? No. Eighth of the ninth block. Ninth block, eight, number eight. It should be the first one, honestly. So, go to the 
Oh, Boston Boulevard? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so this property, 505 East Boston Boulevard, is being ordered demolished. Give us a second to hear from the inspector as to why. On 10-28-22, an inspection was made for City Council. We found a two-and-a-half-story, one-family stone dwelling. Vacant opening elements of the roof due to the extensive fire damage. The yard is not maintained, heavily overgrown, and there's abandoned vehicles on the site. So you can see the pictures. A good portion of this building has no roof left to it. Mm. The conditions they sit as this is our recommendation to have this building order demo. Ma'am, are you the owner of the property? Yes, right. Okay. And then what are your plans for the property? My plan is to have it uh, uh, fully restored. Uh, after the fire, uh, the insurance company uh, paid a contractor. The contractor, um, once the pandemic hit, uh, ghosted us. He left with the money. So we're in the process of suing the contractor. Um, <clears throat> we have, um, maintained the taxes. Um, we, uh, recently had a landscaper come and, and, um, clean up the, uh, uh, debris and the bushes. And, um, we're in the processes of, uh, getting an attorney to sue the contractor. Understood. And we uh, we also we also have listed the house on the um vacant what do you call it the vacant uh registered as vacant registered as vacant. So we we've been doing everything that has been required of us paying the taxes, doing the maintenance and everything. Okay, thank you, Miss Joiner, Inspector. Are you able to see if this property is listed as a, reg a registered vacant? There was a registration for the vacant property this year. And my notes show there's a correction order issued because obviously they couldn't have given them a cert with the way that property sits the way it is with that roof open. Okay. And wait, then, um, wait what? Whoa, I'm sorry. What, what did he say? That you did register, but that because of the open roof, it wasn't, they weren't able to, to register the property. It, it needs to be up in, it needs to be up to compliance. Um, so until the, the roof is tarped, you will not be able to receive the certification of the vacant property. Okay. Uh, cause no one notified us of that cause we had the receipt where it was registered. Okay. All right. So inspector right now the biggest issue of this property is the roof that needs to be tarped yes correct stop the roof needs to be secured from elements okay and Mr. the upstairs windows you can see obviously the three windows that are there those would have to be boarded or secured too in the front uh, any other uh, windows any other windows on the second floor that are open like that would need to be secured i think even there, there's some back windows we go to the um, upper left picture i'll we'll show some back windows i think that need to be secured too mm -hmm. well, it looks like it's only yeah. maybe half the roof or part of the roof they could easily put some boards up there to support the tarp, so the tarp could at least keep the elements out of this property. This, this so it has the ability to, to be reclaimed. This, this fire was a couple of years ago, so we've had a couple of years with the rain and snow and elements in that property that's just continuing to do more damage. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, the, con the contractor ran off with the money. 
Understood, Miss Understood, Miss Joyner. He was supposed to do the work. He ran off with the money. I'm sorry to hear that, Miss Joyner. So, for the purposes of our hearing here today, um, would you be able to have someone tarp the window and board up the window? Uh, I mean, tarp the roof and board up the windows and any doors that might be open to the elements. Um, yes, I, I I will look into getting another contractor to do that. We also have a meeting with the Historic Society, um, the Historic District Commission, who said that they would help us uh, with with um, with whatever finance, uh, not financing, but with with help to get the work done too. Okay, and then you mentioned that you paid the taxes. When was that? Because I, I see here that there are some taxes owed. No, it shouldn't be. Okay, our information might be it, old. It, it shouldn't be if you need a copy of, of when I paid the tax. I paid the taxes for the summer. Uh, I think it was in July or August, but the taxes have been paid. Okay then this might be something on our end that information is not up, up to date. Uh, colleagues, are there any questions regarding this property or do we feel comfortable sending this back until the 21st? Member Waters? Thank you, uh, Madam Chair. Well, of course I feel comfortable sending it back. It's a beautiful property, great looking land. I, I certainly want to give them the opportunity to do what they can, mm -hmm. they can to save their property. Um, yeah. So the inspector says that we can get the roof tarped and make sure that all the windows are boarded. Then you have time to chase that contractor and so forth. If you can do those couple mm -hmm. things, and of course, you know, make sure you keep the yards clean. Then, then that would be that would be good. Are you able to do that within a couple of weeks at least? Get somebody to put a tarp over that roof. And, can I ask uh, a question? Oh, sorry. Uh, my daughter has a question. Oh, so when you finish, sorry. Member Waters. Pardon me? If, if you want to finish oh. your statement before we oh, get yeah. to the, her daughter's no, I was question. Just, I was just asking if they if they believe that they can get those things done, those two things done, the boarding up mm -hmm. of the windows, and more importantly, uh, that roof, uh, to get some uh, tarp over it. Just have somebody come and put a tarp over it. Miss Joyner, what's your daughter's name? Kyra. Kyra. Kyra with the K? Hi. Kyra, K-Y-R-A. Same last name. Got it. So, Kyra, what was your question? My question, so the third floor um, has the most damage because when the fire happened, it went straight up to the third floor, and that that's why there's so much damage at the top. Mm -hmm. um, the third floor is not, as far as, like, a... Um, I, I feel like we may need more time as far as the, um, so as far as the tarping and also for the, um, for the, uh, um, the windows, cause I have been talking to contractors and trying to see what it will look like. And, um, tarping may, a lot of contractors, um, the tarping, tarping may be a little tri tri uh, tricky and then also the um like boarding the like it might not be safe to sit like go up there and board the mm -hmm. the windows and i'm not saying it's not possible because 
I mean, we're, we're getting progress. Like there's, it's progress is, you know, every, every week, but, um, we can do what we can as far as tarping, but we really, um, are like looking into like somebody for the roof because it would be better to get a roof on versus a tarp just because yeah. it needs to be more secure and safe for people to go up there. And at this point, I don't know how safe it would be to put a tarp. And so it may be just to find somebody for the roof. So, I mean, we do want to uh, like need a little bit more time because, um, a lot of the people we've talked to, uh, when I say people, I mean like city, like communicating with the city with like inspectors and the land bank, it's 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 pretty much, it's been a lot of all or nothing conversations, but we want to work in phases. So yes, mm -hmm. the roof is gonna be number one, it's gonna be first, but I mean, we really need some kind of like agreement that we can work in phases because we have no problem yep. you know what i'm saying like getting the roof done yep. and then mm -hmm. the the couple of windows because most of the windows are boarded we're at we're in the parking lot i mean parking lot the uh, driveway the majority of the windows are boarded it's just a cut like literally four windows and then like the very top of the third floor the um okay you know yep okay. yeah I, and so I, if, I if we can get that yeah yep. so okay. i i hear you and and we are we are supporting this in phases so uh, understood that a roof, a brand new roof is, is ideal, but that that might take some time. So if no one can tarp from the inside, I'm not sure if someone can tarp with a ladder to the outside. I understand that it might be dangerous. I'm not someone that knows how to tarp or make repairs to a <laughs> home, but I, I've seen folks do it, you know, put, put, um, do roof repairs from, from the outside of, of, of uh, buildings as, as well as boarding windows out from the outside as it comes. Mm -hmm. and, and as long as there is a tarp and there are boards over the windows, as long as everything is no longer exposed to the elements, then the property is no longer in danger of being demolished. If, if you are able to pick up the overgrowth and the building is secure, then your your property will not be demolished. I, I, I heard you say that you registered this property as vacant, but again, um, you'll need to look out for the correction order because if it's not registered vacant, it's because of the opening to, to the roof. But once you've once you've tarped it and you can register again, and then this property will be registered as a vacant property. That is in the immediate what we can do, which will allow you at least a year to have these conversations with 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 construction uh, with contractors to support you in putting in the new roof, the new windows, everything that you want to do. But this is the phases that we're able to do. Um, it doesn't have to be fancy tarp, but it has to be secure. It doesn't have to be, mm -hmm. you know, fancy new boards and new windows, but the, the building has to be secure. And as far yeah. as time, unfortunately, council goes on recess later this month. So we are only able to provide residents two weeks to make these make these quick repairs. I, I see you, Member Waters. Okay. Um, so that we are able to remove your property from the demolition list. Is that something that you all can do? Yes, we can. I was, um, just one more quick question. Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you can go. I'm sorry. I forgot my question. I'm going to remember in two seconds. <laughs> sorry. No, you're okay. Uh, member Waters. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. I just wanted to say, I, I did hear them request additional time. It, it just seems to me that there's a tremendous strain for them to get a contractor within two weeks to tarp it. I think they've been very honest about 
their struggle and, and the runaway contractor who, who took the money, I'm inclined to uh, give them ample opportunity, and that means past the 21st, to get that done. That is some beautiful, beautiful property. And, uh, and, and I don't want to put them in that situation. So, so if, um, if, if the inspector has some recommendations or somebody they can contact to, for, to get tarping for, for the roof, I think we should, um, we should try and be supportive of that. You know, if you can email the inspector and ask him to give you a list of those who have the ability to put tarp on a, on a roof. Uh, since you're having a difficult time to find one. So um, so our our next hearing after the break is when? We still haven't scheduled those yet. Because that will oh. be for next year, in January. We don't have those scheduled yet. Oh, <laughs> well, that's where I am, just so you know. Okay. So <laughs> I am also in support of having you save this property. It's beautiful. And I, I hear you about needing this to be done in phases. I don't believe that we need a contractor to, to do the TARP necessarily. Many folks that are able to do it on their own, either find a neighbor or friends. Um, so it's, it's really just ensuring that the property is secured, um, that things are boarded up, and that there is a TARP over the roof, um, and finding someone that is able to do that. Um, whether it's a contractor, someone that you know, um, a contractor, someone that you know that is that is cap capable of doing that work, um, but but we do not um, we don't have the dates right now for our hearings in 2023. Inspector, do you have any other suggestions other than the 21st? No, no. This property this property's been open like this for a couple of years now. The fire was over two years ago. I understand she, she had some issues with it, especially with the contractor, but the two years that this property's been sitting just like that, it's just gonna, it's just making the, the third floor, second floor, all the other floors where that water is running down to, just more and more costly to repair. So it really needs to get a tarp on it as soon as it can. If she has any intention to saving this without driving the cost well past even a house in this area, will cost a repair. Um, um, house? Y yes, Kyra? I was going to say, um, remember my question, how um, do we email Walter after we do the tarping and the boarding to mm -hmm. get it um, um, go through? Because we paid $100 for that, um, for that um, registration, and we were not made aware that there were extra steps, clearances that we needed to make. And honestly, I would hate for us have to pay another hundred dollars and we just weren't completely informed got it inspector i don't think they have to pay another fee but they just have to make that correction correct so email me today if you want i'll see what the the thing is but yes the way the building sat when they first made the initial inspection there's no way that building would have passed the ordinance for a vacant property because the roof was open so i see that a correction order is on my record that's the case i will try and get it for you and forward it to you so you understand what their issues were and I, of course, I imagine it would be the up the openings, the same things we're talking about. So, I, so you, your inspector Walter, what yes. was your? My email is Walter M. M at Detroit Michigan. Detroit, Detroit MI. gov. Correct. Okay, and I will, and I will just add this: we, it was because we got the correction order that I ended up calling the inspector, um, the head inspector, and he is the one that told us to register this 
um, vacant. He didn't, um, he, he told us that we could register as vacant mm -hmm. and because we're registering as vacant would make it compliant. He didn't say that we, you know, I thought that's basically what he communicated to us was we had to, the registering process would basically give us the the year to um, to fix it, not that we have to fix it and then it would go through as register uh, as um, as I guess going through as vacant. So understood. Um, and there, this is a it's a complicated, complex uh, process. There there are a lot of moving pieces. So I'm sorry if you didn't hear that piece um, when it comes to registering properties as, as vacant. But in order for you to receive the certificate, yes, your property needs to be. Um, in, in compliance. Um, and as mentioned, you don't, need, you don't need a brand new roof today. You don't need brand new windows today. It's simply just boarding up the windows and putting a tarp over the property, um, working with the, with the inspector to make sure that once that's done, then you can receive a certificate of compliance, which will give mm -hmm. you a year. And then that would have to be renewed every year and would have mm -hmm. to, and it would also have to pass the inspection to ensure that the property is in compliance. Okay, and um, are we going to be able to get the list that um, that uh, the recommendation? Yeah, were we going to be able to get that? Should I email um, Inspector Walter for that list, or um, is that, that yeah? Or Inspector, does he have it? I, I'm not sure. Let me ask Inspector. Do you have a list of recommendations for folks? Uh, please send me an email. I'm looking at this record here. It looks like they made numerous inspections on this property. It looks like they may have already written tickets on this property because it isn't in compliance to the vacant property ordinance. So send me an email today. I'll try to get you some clarity today or tomorrow morning to see where we're on this so you know exactly where you are in the, in the vacant property uh, process. But that's, that's still secondary to what we're trying to do with dangerous buildings right now. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So what... What is our, our, our time frame now? Unfortunately, I do not have a date for another hearing next year. So we would have two weeks to just do, again, the bare minimum tarp and board up the windows and then work with the inspector uh, to get the certificates. That is in the immediate. And then once you do that, again, you would have a year to take the time that you need to hopefully win that lawsuit against the contractor mm -hmm. and, and get the funding that you need to make these repairs because this is a beautiful property. This is a really, really beautiful property. You want to make sure that you are able to save it and to, and, and to utilize it. Thank you. We'll um, email Walter right away. And I just want to say one more thing. As far as getting the correction orders, the few that we did get, um, we get them a month after the fact. So every mm. correction order, we've gotten maybe three physically and we don't get an email so we mm -hmm. get them they like even the um notice for this hearing we got it on two like uh three days before halloween and the date on it said like the first week of october and so if we're get, if if the if the paperwork is giving us four weeks to a month to make the corrections and it gets to us a month later we have literally days if the mm -hmm. date has not already passed to respond to it so you know, if we are getting them, they're coming late and very, very hard mm -hmm. to respond to, you know, at that point. So I just mm -hmm. wanted to make sure I made that note because I also emailed the um, what the uh, the email that was attached to this um, paperwork. So, office. yeah. That, okay. Uh, yeah. Madam mm -hmm. Chair. Thank you for sharing that. I uh, we will keep, 
keep note of that because as far as we know, these notices are sent on time. They're sent to the properties. Um, but if there is an issue with notifications, we can definitely look into that. Member Waters? Um, yes, my motion is to return to BC uh, TBD. Mm-hmm. That's my motion. All right, I, I need to object to that because I'm not really sure when we have our, our next, when we have I, our next I'll hearing. That's fine. We, okay. we don't often know. We'll get an agenda. So there's been a motion to send this back to BC TBD with no dates um, attached. Are there any objections? I'm in objection. Hearing no other objections, um, Inspector, do we just send this back to you and we stay connected to see when we bring this back? I guess. Sure. All right, so please reach out to the inspector about the vacant property registration and about any other uh, resources for tarping the roof. And thank you for calling in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Ms. Duncan, who's our next caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is caller ending in 213. Caller ending in 213. Caller ending in 213, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling about. Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Which property you're calling about? Oh. <coughs> 1538 Kentucky. Okay, give us one second. Okay. What was the address again, sir? 15384 Kentucky Street, Detroit. This property is... I thank you. This property has been withdrawn from a demolition list, meaning that it is no longer in danger of being demolished, uh, meaning that the property is now maintained and no longer open to the elements. Uh, so this is not going to be demolished. Do you have any questions for us? No, not at this time. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Ms. Duncan, who's our next yes, caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is caller ending in number ending in three four two. Number ending in three four two. Caller ending in three four two. Please please let us know which property you're calling us about. They have to unmute themselves, Madam Chair. They are calling in from a cell phone, so they would have to push star eight. In order for you to unmute yourself, you'll have to push star eight. Madam Chair, we can come back to that caller. Um, The next caller will be Darren Bush. Oh, I... They've unmuted, Madam Chair. Yes. Yes, hello. Who Who is this speaking? This is Abraham Phillips. Phillips? Yes, ma'am. And then are you caller ended in 342? Yes. Okay. Which property are you calling about? 
2631 Stewart and Vent. 2631? Yes. Stewart Vent, this is the third property on the 14th block. This is being ordered demolished. Please give us a second to hear from the inspector as to why. Okay. Yeah, we are planning to hold on to the property. We're planning okay. to board it up. Mr. Phillips, one second. Mr. Phillips, we're going to hear from the inspector first before we turn it over okay. to you for questions. Okay. On 10 an inspection was made for City Council. We found a two-story, two-family brick dwelling vacant and open a trespass, open at all sides, fire damage. Most exterior bricks and walls have been stripped. It's not maintained, it's overgrown. See the openings in the first floor, the middle window, you see the openings in the third floor. It looks like you see some charred members around the, uh, around the dormer at the top. You see the side view on the right there where there's no bricks. The common, Chicago common bricks have been taken off the sides. The lower left picture shows the bricks taken off on the other side. The way this bit, the condition okay. of this building, the way it sits, with recommendations to have it order demo. Thank you, Inspector. Okay. Mr. Phillips, uh, briefly, please yes, let us know what your plans are for this property. Yeah, we plan to keep it. We already uh, talked to the construction guy, so he's going to be there to butt it up, clean it up, and uh, fix all the windows so nobody will be able to get in there. We bought it for an investment. So me and my partner, we're out of the we're out of state, so we plan to hold on to the property. So somebody should be there maybe this week or next week to clean it up and take all the debris, everything else to make it not easy for people to be able to get in there. Okay, so you are out of town. You're going to send someone to board up the property to keep it in compliance. What are your next plans for the property? We're trying to rebuild the whole place and then use that as a rental property. So we talked to the construction guy. So he's coming down there to look at it. He's going to be down there on the tent to look at it. That he's going to give an estimate how much it's going to cost, but we plan to clean it up first while we're waiting for him to give us the estimate and do all the drawing to get the permit, all the necessary stuff we needed to do. Okay. And colleagues, are there any questions? And then... Uh, Mr. Phillips, you're able to get this done within the next two weeks and send photo photos over to the inspector? Yes. Do you have we'll the to get somebody. And, and you have the inspector's email? No, I don't. Okay. Inspector? You ready? Yes. Email is Walter M. W A L T E R M at Detroit. M I dot gov. M I dot G O C E government. Okay. What uh, M Detroit Michigan dot go, right? All right. Walter M at Detroit M I dot gov. Okay. All right. I got it. Okay. So I'm going to so need this property. To I'm going to need pictures sent to me showing this property secured okay. from trespassing elements. Anything above the All first right. floor can be boarded from the inside. Anything on the first floor basement should be boarded from the outside. So I also need pictures to show that all the growth has been taken care of and there's no debris on the ground. Okay, we do that. That's no problem. 
Okay. Colleagues, is there a motion to send this property back to BC until the 21st? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, we will send 2631 Studevent back to BC until the 21st. Ms. Duncan, who's our next caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is Darren Bush. Darren, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling about. Darren, can you hear us? I can hear you. Can everyone hear me? We can hear you now. Which property are you calling about? Madam Chair, he just rejoined as a panelist, so give him a few minutes to reconnect. Okay. Hi, can everyone hear me? We can hear you now. Which property are you calling about? <laughs> It's 3827 Garland Street. 327 Garland Street. This is the second property in the 11th block. This is being ordered demolished. Please give us a second to hear from the inspector as to why. Sure. <clears throat> On 10-31-22, an inspection was made for City Council. We found a two-story, one-family frame dwelling, open the elements at the second floor on the side window and the rear door on the second floor. The yards were not maintained. The building is vacant over 160 days. There's no VPO, no permits. When you look at the picture, you look at the lower left picture, you'll see the second floor door that's open. It's a balcony door with no rails on it. Can we zoom in to each uh, photo, please? Look at the picture up here on the right. You can see conditions of that roofing. The roofing is deteriorating. Got some fascia boards and gutters, gutters hanging down. Missing fascia boards on the uh, the porch itself. Go down to the lower left uh, lower left window. You see again the roof is deteriorating on that side. You see the door is, is wide open up there. <coughs> So the biggest issue that we have here is the back of the house. Yep. He also mentioned that the windows on this uh, lower right-hand side, the windows on this side may be open. It's hard to tell to get a tight picture in there in that, uh, you know, with those houses so close. But according to his report, he says uh, on, the, on that side, windows are open on the second floor. Okay. So I, the issue is windows, door in the back. Got it. Uh, Darren, do you have any plans to make repairs to this property anytime soon? Uh, absolutely. I mean, the repairs have been ongoing. 
there is no debris in the uh, the rear of the building. It's been cleared out. The entire lot has been cleared. Uh, there are over 11 new rules that have been installed. Um, as you can see, there's been a front porch built. Uh, I have uh, actual inspector, not correction, um, I have actual contractor scheduled to begin the roof uh, install next Wednesday. Um, and the rear of the building, I had boards put up. You can see on some of the photos, there are some boards put up. Um, I will have someone to come out uh, by the weekend at the very latest to put additional boards on the, uh, I think you, there was a picture of the, the top level. Uh, and I think there's one on the rear bottom level. I'll have uh, some boards put up there as well, but I do have contractors looking at, um, not correction, contractors to install the roof uh, this following Wednesday. Okay, and then Darren, you can send photos over to the inspector uh, this week, next week with those with those repairs and changes? I can. Do you have the inspector's email? Yes. I've been on here long enough. To, uh, so, yeah, recited it by Heller. Great. Uh, colleagues, are there any other questions for Darren, <laughs> or can we send this back to BC until the 21st? Um, Madam Chair? Yes, Member Waters. All right. Um, thank you. So, um, just so that, so that I'm clear, you're going to get the windows and doors all boarded up by the 21st. And it, you, I don't know if you will have the roof completed by the 21st, but perhaps you could send the inspector a, pic, a picture just showing them that, that you started. By me? Yes, yep. inspector. You said the, you said the roof's being done Wednesday. I see no record in my system that being a permit being pulled on that. So as opposed to seeing pictures, I'd like to see a permit secured. Okay. Can you do that? The following Wednesday, yes. I will, I will ask the, uh, the contractor, I'll, once we uh, conclude this call, I'll reach out. All right. In that case, um, Madam Chair, um, return to BC until the 21st. Okay. Are there any objections? Hearing none, we will send back 3827 Garland back to BC until the 21st. Thanks for calling in, Darren. All right. Thank you all. Ms. Duncan, who's our next caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is Anne Marie Pittman. Anne-Marie, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling about. Anne-Marie, can you hear us? Hello? Yes, can you hear us? Hi, I'm sorry. Yes, it's 5834 Northfield. Five, eight, three, four, eight, 
5834 Northfield is being ordered demolished. This is the first property under the 13th block. Please give us a second to hear from the inspector as to why. Inspection was made on 102822 for council. We found a two-story, one-family frame building vacant and open to the elements, open at the second floor windows on all sides, um, not maintained, trash and debris on property. Look at the uh, pictures of the upper left. Do you see the upstairs windows open? Pictures on the right. Upstairs and third floor windows are open. Same with the other pictures you show on the second floor. It looks like the second, second floor is open on all sides. See some debris on the back porch on the lower left hand, right hand picture. With the condition the way the property is, is our recommendation to have it ordered down. Thank you, Inspector. Anne-Marie, same question. Do you have any plans to repair, to make repairs to the property to make sure that it's no longer open to the elements? Yes, we purchased this property about five months ago from Land Bank, and it's just been a challenge with the break-ins, and they also try to set fire on it. Um, fortunately, a neighbor was walking by, and they were able to call the fire department on time. They've stolen the windows. Uh, just uh, We have all utilities except gas. Uh, twice we've tried to get gas installed in the furnace, the, even the day before when we install it they break in. So it's been amazing the challenge that, that we've had with this property. But yes, our intention is to uh, fully rehab the property. Would you be able to ensure that any of the openings are enclosed two weeks from now? Yes, ma'am. Or, or before two weeks. And I believe inspector corrects, it's just the windows, the openings that we see um, that need to be boarded up. That's all I can see right now. I mean, if we if somebody pans back and finds openings in the roof, we'd like those secured too. If they show up in the pictures, okay. then I'm gonna need everything secured. Okay, so Anne-Marie, we can send this back to BC to give you two weeks. Do you have the inspector's number? Yes, we do. Okay, so then you would have until the November 21st, highly suggest that you send those over, um, those photos over and make and, and board up those windows, any other openings before then. Okay, we will. Okay, thank you for calling in. Colleagues, um, if there are no other questions, is there a motion to send this property back to BC until the 21st? Motion. Are there Johnson. any objections? Hearing none, we will send this back to BC until the 21st. Ms. Duncan, who's our next caller? Madam Chair, the next caller is Travis. Travis, you're being moved over as a panelist. Please let us know which property you're calling about. Hello, Council. Hello, Travis. Which property are you calling us about? Uh, I'm actually here. My attorney's on the line, too, uh, Colin Geisler. Uh, I don't know if you want to let him in as well. Are you the property owner? I am. 
Okay, if we can bring Geisler over as a panelist. And then what is the address, Travis? Yeah, we're here on 15389 Ardmore. Good afternoon, Council. We're on a couple properties here. I believe if it's the, if they're all the similar ones, um, we may have some good news for you. But do you want to read all the properties for us? Yeah, only two. One, 15389 Ardmore, and then I believe 13528 Ardmore. Those are the two properties that you're calling about? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, so thankfully, both of these properties are being removed from the demolition list, meaning that you have done what you needed to do to bring this property up to compliance. It is no longer up for demolition. You should be receiving a letter from the clerk's office soon, letting you know that your property is no longer up for demolition. Do you have any questions for us? No, thank you so no much. No questions, thank you. Okay, thank you for waiting. Thank you for calling in. Yes, yep. Ms. Duncan, who is our next caller? Madam Chair, at this time, there are no hands raised. At this time, that might change until that happens. And if and, if, if and when that happens, we will continue to read through the rest of these properties. Again, residents, we're here to hear you if you're here to um, make an appeal for the demolition. So if you want to or need to raise your hand for a hearing, please do so now. Until then, I will read through the rest of these properties. and we will begin to vote whether or not we will concur with the department's recommendations for the remaining properties. So under the 10th block, here in my notes I have, mm, okay. Got it. So, for the first block, one second, got it. So for the ninth block, the properties that we have here, um, the first property is 13624. Allenby. The next property is 18930 Appleline. Both of these properties are being withdrawn from demolition list. We have just discussed 13528 Ardmore, which is being removed from the demolition list, as well as 15389 Ardmore, which is being removed from the demolition list. The following properties are being ordered demolished 15565 Bayless. 15826 Bentler, 2627 Bewick. We are sending 505 East Boston Boulevard back to BC TBD. And we are looking at a withdrawal of 16725 Brimmel and 1630 Culverts is being ordered demolished. There were three that we discussed in this block, leaving us seven. Is there a motion to concur with the department's recommendation for the remaining seven properties? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, we will concur with the department's recommendation for the seven remaining properties. Under the 10th block, the first property we have agreed to send back to BC until the 21st. That is 17600 Chester. The next property, 20819 West Chicago, is being withdrawn from demolition list. 4408 Concord is being ordered demolished. 
we have voted to send back 18919 Dale back to BC until the 21st. 19450 Dean as well as 11835 Duchess is being ordered demolished. 6200 Evergreen is being withdrawn from demolition list. 5469 Field is being ordered demolished as well as 17823 Fleming. We re, uh, agreed to send 13008 Frankfort back to BC until the 21st. Are there is there a motion to concur the department's recommendation for the remaining seven properties? Motion. Hearing no objections, this body will do so. We will concur with the department's recommendation for the remaining seven properties. Under the 11th block, what is the first property? 2524 Fullerton is being ordered demolished. 3827 Garland is being sent back to BC until the 21st. 6615 Greenfield is being ordered demolished, as well as 11687 Griggs, as well as 3452 Heddleburg. 18912 Huntington is being sent back to BC until the 21st. 18975 Joan is being ordered demolished. Joanne is being ordered demolished. 8041 John R is being sent back to BC until the 21st. 21465 Carl is being ordered demolished. And 12135 Kentucky is being sent back to BC until the 21st. Is there a motion to concur with the department's recommendation for the remaining six properties? Motion. Hearing no objection, this body will concur with the department's recommendations for the 11th block. For the 10th block, one we 15384 Kentucky is being withdrawn from demolition list. That's a 12th, block. 12th block, yes. The next property, 12840 Kilbourne is being sent back to BC until the 21st. 14301 Linwood is being ordered demolished. 4897 Lanyo is being withdrawn from demolition list. 18137 McKay is being ordered demolished. 13313 Maiden is being ordered demolished. 8853 Menor is being ordered demolished. 20514 Mansfield is being withdrawn from demolition list. 820 Merton is being ordered demolished. 9091 Manic is being ordered demolished. We have only voted on the Kilbourne. So is there a motion to concur with the department's recommendations for the remaining nine properties? Motion. Hearing no objection, this body will concur with the department's recommendation for the remaining nine properties. For the 13th block, 5834 Northfield is being ordered demolished. Just kidding. We are oh. sending this back to BC until the 21st, my mistake. Oh, yes. <laughs> 5834 Northfield again is being sent back to BC until the 21st. Eight four four three Pearson is being ordered demolished. One five three three eight Pinehurst is being has already been demolished. So we are just so we're just going to concur with the department's recommendations. Four six zero zero plumbers being ordered demolished. Four seven eight five plumbers being ordered demolished. Eight two five two Quinn is being withdrawn from demolition list. 18038 Row is being ordered demolished, as well as 5031 Seabolt, 14883 St. Mary's, and 17580 Stupel. 
Is there a motion to concur with the department's recommendations for the remaining nine properties? Motion. Hearing no objection, this body will concur with the department's recommendations for the 14th block. The first property, 19512 Strasburg, is being ordered demolished, as well as 15343 Strathmore. 2631 Studer is being sent back to BC until the 21st. 4135 Vermont is being withdrawn from demolition list. 15318 Whitmore is being ordered demolished. We have concurred with the department's recommendation to demolish Whitcomb. 11348 Wyoming is being ordered demolished. And we are sending back 14912 Wyoming to BC until the 21st. 19386 Yonka is being ordered demolished. And 13359 Young is being withdrawn from the demolition list. Is there a motion to concur with the department's recommendations for the remaining eight properties? Motion. It is not eight, it is, it is seven. There's been a motion to concur with the department's recommendations. Are there any objections? Hearing none, the remaining property that we have is a bring back. 3322 Clements is being withdrawn from the demolition list. Is there a motion to concur with the department's recommendation? Motion. Hearing no objection, we will concur with the department's recommendation. Ms. Duncan, do we have any more callers? Okay. Thank you so much. With that, thank you, BC, for joining us today for our Dangerous Buildings hearings. I will now close out our Dangerous Buildings hearings and call to order our Public Health and Safety Standing Committee for the purposes of completing the rest of our agenda for today. Thank you, BC. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Colleagues, I will try to get through the rest of our agenda rather quickly. Thank you, Inspector. Moving us back up to our agenda. Okay. So we left off on line item 6.8. Line item 6.8 is a petition of Southwest Housing Solutions to request to vacate a utility easement of the public alley bounded by Junction Avenue, Buchanan Street, 33rd Street, and Jackson Street. We brought this back because we wanted to hear whether or not um, there was the proper outreach for the community. And then I also wanted to know what the vacation was for. It looks like it was for a recreational park. I don't believe we, we may have anybody from, um, oh, Miss Miss Fulton, do we have anyone online with us that, that's still following us along? If not, I completely understand. Thank you, Madam Chair. We actually do have Deputy Director Akin Yeme online. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Fulton. If we can bring over 
Deputy Dio over as a panelist. Madam Chair, the deputy has been promoted. Thank you. Hello, deputy. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, ma'am. Long day for you. <laughs> Absolutely, but thank you for holding strong with us. Um, the other reason why we held this back, um, is, excuse me, deputy, if you wouldn't mind sitting your name and title for the public. Dayo Akiyemi, Deputy Director, Department of Public Works. Thank you for joining us again. Um, one of the other reasons why we held this back was because Member Benson had concerns regarding certain provisions and ensuring that those were in place. Uh, Member Benson, have you had any updates regarding this or do you still have these same concerns? No, the concerns have been answered. The concerns have been answered. All right, so then, um, Deputy, for myself, I just want to confirm that this vacation is for a recreational park. So the the um, six point eight um, the, tra the uh, city traffic engineer um, city engineer Mr. Rich Doherty was on standby to address this. I was I'm on standby to address a few other um, agenda on, on seven. Um, I will make sure he joins before you um, finish um, the chapter six of, of your uh, meeting today. Okay. Madam Chair? Yes. Uh, it look, does look like appear that Richard Doherty is online. Okay. If we can move over Richard Doherty as a panelist, please. Madam Chair, he has been promoted. Thank you. Mr. Doherty, if you wouldn't mind seating your name and title for the public. Uh, Richard Doherty, city engineer. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And not sure if you heard my question, but I just want to confirm uh, the what the request of this uh, vacation is and confirming that it's for a recreational park. Uh, yes, that is uh, the intent that uh, Southwest Housing Solutions uh, uh, intends to uh, build a park uh, at the uh, south end of the block uh, on properties they control. And uh, obviously the park land would, you know, their development plans would preclude the use of the alley as a through, uh, through access point. We have uh, gone out and investigated the, the block and haven't found anybody whose uh, use of the rear of their lot would be uh, impacted uh, uh, by, uh, by this uh, decision. There are no garages that access onto the, to the rear. Got it. And uh, Southwest Housing Solutions did uh, uh, do a, a, a quite a bit of community outreach. Uh, we couldn't uh, attain the 66% uh, threshold we seek uh, because uh, uh, so many of the home properties were uh, vacant and the home and the property owners weren't uh, able to be uh, reached. Uh, uh, there are 61 total lots, 24 are owned by the land bank, 37 are uh, privately owned amongst those uh, 
37, um, we have 24% uh, who have, have approved, uh, so that's 65%. It's not written in ordinance, but we do try to meet that two thirds threshold. Uh, but obviously with the uh, 24 land bank uh, properties, if you count those in, it would be far higher than that. But uh, anyways, uh, that so, was our uh, analysis of the block. So then you're saying there, there are a lot of land bank homes um, that you did the outreach. How many residents are have been notified and, and, and approve of this? Like I said, of the 37 privately owned lots, uh, 24 lots uh, are in approval of it. Okay. 13 did not approve or did not respond. Okay, got and, it. But then beyond those 37 uh, privately owned lots, there are 24 lots owned by the land bank as well. Okay, separate from the 24 that approved. Correct. Okay, thank you, that's helpful. Um, mm -hmm. Those were my questions. Colleagues, if there are no other questions, is there a motion to approve 6.8? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing on 6.8 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Thank you both for still sticking around with us. Thank you, ma'am. No problem. Moving us along to line item 6.9. Line item 6.9 through 6.15 are all various towing contracts. We will be bringing these back in two weeks to ensure that all of council is able to attend the appeal hearing. So I'm asking uh, for a motion to bring back 6.9 through 6.15 in two weeks. Motion. Hearing no objection, we will bring back 6.9 and 6.15 in two weeks. Moving us along, line item 6.16 is contract number 3051456 using 100% grant funding to provide shelter and quarantine for COVID-19 positive individuals experiencing homelessness. The contractor is Roberts River Walk Hotel. They are located in Detroit. The total contract amount is for $119,040. And I believe for this, we just need to hear an update regarding the tax clearances. Not sure if somebody here from LCB is with us, uh, Ms. Fulton. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I do apologize for the miscommunication. This was the item we needed to remove. Okay. So is there is there a reason why, why we're removing this, Ms. Fulton? Yes, Madam Chair, the tax clearances hadn't been updated. Um, we provided an update to your office, and I believe LPD did revise the TETA report to reflect that. Understood. Thank you. So then, colleagues, is there a motion to remove 6.16 from the agenda? Motion. Discussion? Vice Chair? Just, and I understand that you may have received an update. Where are we with making sure that we are protected against having to send this federal money back? Ms. Fulton. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, I do believe the health department is on. And if they are not, I can speak for the department and state that any reimbursement funding that is available, um, we're going to seek that. Um, and we can definitely provide all of council an update 
um, in regards to those funds, what and we can track that dollar amount uh, for you so we can see how much we are applying for for reimbursement and what we will be awarded um, and report that out to you as we do um, our quarterly updates. And I believe, Madam Chair, this is a request to bring this back in one week instead of removing. I do apologize. So bring back 6.16 in one week. That is correct. And we anticipate the clearances being approved by that time. All right, colleagues, is there a motion to bring back 6.16 in one week? Motion. Hearing no objection, we'll bring back 6.16 in one week. 6.17 is a memo relative to opinion on update on Sergeant Elaine Williams' ordinance to comply with federal changes or with changes in the federal law. Member Benson, I defer to you. And is there a motion to discuss? Motion. Discussion, Member Benson. Uh, through, through yourself to administration, what's the status on this um, opinion? I believe we have law with us online. If you wouldn't mind, mind stating your name and title for the public. Good afternoon, Madam Chair, and the Tyrell Trailer with the Law Department. So the Law Department is requesting a two-week bring back on this item. Um, we are still kind of navigating our staff changes and reassigning work. Um, to my knowledge, it is done or ready, or I don't know, um, but it just needs to be like cleared or edited or something. Vice Chair. Okay, through yourself, Madam Chair, so we can expect to have the document prior to recess? Um, I want to say, yeah, but can I let you know for sure about the end of the day? Um, Tanya has been out sick. I don't know if y'all remember yeah. that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so she was out sick, and then I was away on vacation. Um, we do have a new attorney, Adam Sackby. He's been kind of helping us offload some stuff. Um, that Christina was working on when she left. So I can let you know for sure, as far as a um, for sure handy date. When can you let me know? Um, I can let you know before the end of this meeting. Is that all right? That works for me. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Motion to bring back two weeks. Are there any objections? Hearing none, we'll bring back 6.17 back in two weeks. The following items 6.18 and 6.19 are both memos. Um, is there a motion to discuss? Motion. Thank you. 6.18 is a memo relative to questions regarding city contractor Gotch and Sons. This was from Council President Sheffield's office. And 6.19 is a memo also from the President's office relative to the request for a resolution in support of the proposed DDOT Bill of Rights. Both of these memos have been responded to and can be received and filed. Is there a motion to do so? Motion. Without objection, we will receive and file 6.18 and 6.19. Which brings us to 6.20. This is a memo relative to the analysis of Detroiters incarcerated for marijuana. We have brought this back, TBD, but wondering, LPD, if we have a, a better timeline. We're still waiting on information. I think we just have to bring it back to BD. That would be my recommendation. We're still waiting on information. Mr. Whitaker and I were going to talk about how to handle this after the meeting. Got it. Okay. So then, uh, Collins, is there a motion to bring back 6.20 TBD? Motion. Without objections, we will do so. Which brings us down to new business under the Office of Contracting and Procurement. 
and 7.2 are both city demolition contracts. Is there a motion to discuss both? Motion. Thank you. 7.1 is contract number 3060780 using 100% city funding to provide debris removal services at demolition site located at 13809 Goddard. The contractor is SC Environmental Services LLC. They're located in Detroit and the total contract amount is 1500 This is for city demolition. And 7.2 is contract number 3060948 using 100% city funding to provide and continue abatement and demolition services stops due to severe flooding issues located at 12994 and 13000 Houston Whittier. The contractor is DMC Consultants. They're located in Detroit. And the total contract amount for this is 4500 Colleagues, are there any questions for these contracts, or is there a motion to approve? Motion to approve. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.1 and 7.2 are both approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. 7.3 is contract number 6004796 with 100% FTA funding to provide bus stop decals. The contractor is Acuform Printing Graphics and Graphics Inc. They're located in Detroit. The total contract amount is 125200 and this is for transportation. Member Benson, I believe you had concerns regarding this contract and the time frame. Do you still have any concerns um, that you would like to discuss, or are we okay to approve? The question is why the five-year contract? Discussion for the five-year contract, Ms. Fulton. Thank you, Madam Chair. Through you to Member Benson, we do have Karsten Applegate online to discuss. And if the OCP rep associated with this contract can raise their hand. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Fulton. If we can bring uh, Karsten over. And any OCP rep that might have their hand up. Madam Chair, at this time, I do not see Karsten online, but there we are. Okay. Hello, if you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public. Uh, my name is Karsten Applegate. I'm the bus stop planner with DDOT. Mr. Applegate, were you able to hear our vice chair's question? I was not. He was asking why the five-year contract for the stop decals. Can this be done sooner? This is being done in phases. So, uh, Madam Chair, um, it is, this is an ongoing need. So the decals go on every bus stop sign that we install. So they're, they get knocked down, they need to be replaced. It's sort of a continuous process. So five years is, to my understanding, the maximum length of contract that we can have. So we just want to have the contract for as long as possible so that we can uh, order decals as the need arises. And then when that contract expires, then we'll we'll go back and get another one because that's not really something that, um, that we'll ever not need to purchase. Understood, Vice Chair. For yourself, why not do this in-house if we know we'll have a perpetual need? 
at a certain point it has to become far more financially advantageous for it to do it in-house. Mr. Applegate. Um, through the chair, I we did look into that possibility of procuring printing equipment. Um, I think for the time being, the, the recommendation that we got from our graphic designer who's better versed in these matters is that um, that that wouldn't be practical with the with the staff levels and the expertise that we have now and with the you know having to procure then wholesale supplies to manufacture the decals okay um so so we decided to go out to a vendor for it thank you thank you vice chair thank you mr applegate if there are no other questions colleagues is there a motion to approve seven points for seven point three motion yeah, uh, one second. Uh, Ms. Duncan? Sandra Stahl did raise her hand, and I did come over to the panelists if there were any further questions for the director of OCP. No other questions, Vice Chair? Nope. Okay, I think we're, I think we're okay. Thank you, Director, for, for being willing to join us for the conversation, but I think our questions have been answered, and there's been a motion to approve 7.3. Are there any objections? Hearing... Nine seven point three is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Seven point four is contract number six zero zero four three six one with one hundred percent city funding to provide citywide COVID and animal shelter staffing services. The contractor is Premier Staff Services. They are located in Livonia, and this is for a total contract amount of two hundred and eighty four thousand with four dollars. We have been asked to. Remove this. Am I correct, Ms. Fulton? Madam Chair, that is correct. And I think the obvious question is why so, just for us um, in the public? Thank you, Madam Chair. So we are making corrections to this contract, um, and the Director of Procurement is on, uh, Director Stahl. Thank you. Thank you. Colleagues, do we, do we like to hear from the Director? Are we okay to remove this from the agenda? Since she's here, why not? If we can move our director, Sandra Stahl, over as a panelist to hear why we're removing this from the agenda. Um, through the chair, this uh, contract was um, misnamed. It, it initially started, I believe this contractor was providing COVID and animal shelter services but this particular one is for animal shelter only. And so we're making a correction. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Is there a motion to remove 7.4? There's been a motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.4 is going to be removed from our agenda. 7.5 through 7.18 are all various contracts for demolition. Is there a motion to discuss 7.5 through 7.18? Motion. Thank you, Vice Chair. I will read through these um, before asking for a motion for approval. Once again, just letting the public know that these demolitions have already happened. We're essentially just paying the bill for services. 7.5 is contract number 306021 with 100% city funding to provide emergency demo for a property at 15871 Alade. Contractor is Gayanga. They're located in Detroit. So the total amount is for 26540 And this is for city demolition. 
7.16 is contract number 1 second is contract number 306064 using 100% city funding to provide emergency demo for property at 13894 Fleming the contractor is Gayanga located in Detroit the total amount is 29816 7.7 .7 is contract number 3060171 with 100% city funding to provide emergency demo at residential property 4797 Bill 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 Contractor is Gayanga. They're located in Detroit. The total contract amount is for 42,110. 7.8 is contract number 3060173 with 100% city funding to provide Demo at one four four zero zero Fordham. The contractor is Gayanga. They're located in Detroit for the total amount of thirty one thousand three hundred and fifty. Seven point nine is contract number three zero six zero two seven one with one hundred percent city funding to provide emergency demo for one one three nine one Nardine. Located the the contractor is DMC Consultants. They're located in Detroit for the total amount of 39630 7.10 is contract number 3060280 with 100% city funding to provide emergency demo at 7030 Burlingame. The contractor is Gayanga. They're located in Detroit for the total amount of 33299 7.11 is contract number 3060293 with 100% city funding to provide emergency demo at 2414 McFarson located in the contractor is Gayanga they're located in Detroit for the total amount of $31,043 7.12 is contract number 3060367 with 100% city funding to provide emergency demo at 15720 Allade contractor is Gayanga they're located in Detroit the total amount is 24,696. 7.13 is contract number 3060377 with 100% city funding to provide emergency demo at 8181 Lyford located the contractor is Gayanga they're located in Detroit the total amount is 25,145. 7.14 is contract number 3060411 with 100% city funding to provide emergency demo at 6845 Iowa. Contractor is Gayanga located in Detroit for the total amount of 23,696. 7.15 is contract number 3060438 with 100% city funding to provide emergency demo at 15010 Wildmere. Wildmere contractor is Gayanga located in Detroit for the total amount of 31,167. 7.16 is contract number 3060440 with 100% city funding to provide emergency demo for property 4248 25th Street. Contractor is Gayanga located in Detroit for the total amount of 25,564. 7.17 is contract number 3060442 with 100% city funding to provide emergency demo at 2278 Garfield. Contractor is Gayanga for the total amount of, they're located in Detroit for the total amount of 49,000.
984. Our last demolition contract is 7.18, contract number 3060535 with 100% city funding to provide emergency demo at the residential properties 1535 St. Clair and 1558 St. Clair. The contractor is Guyanga, located in Detroit, for the total amount of 63797 Colleagues, is there a motion to approve line items 7.5 through 7.18? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.5 through 7.18 are approved to be sent to is there a motion to send to new business? New business. There's been a motion to send to new business with the recommendation to approve. Thank you. Under the Office of Chief Financial Officer, Office of Development and Grants, 7.19 is a grant application to the Michigan Department of Transportation for their fiscal year, trans uh, fiscal year 22 Transportation Alternatives Programs Grants. This grant is for Department of Public Works, which has requested an authorization from Detroit City Council to submit a grant application to the, to the Michigan Department of Transportation for their Transportation Alternatives Programs grant for Virginia Park Streets. Is there a motion for discussion or approval of 7.19? Motion to approve. Motion to approve 7.19. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.19 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. 7.20 under the Departments of Public Works is an amendment. Number one, U.S. Ecology Host Community Agreement. This is the Department of Public Works requests approval from your honorable body of the attached amendments to the U.S. Ecology Host Community Agreement. Is there a motion to discuss 7.20? Motion. Thank you, Vice Chair. I believe Deputy Dio should still be on with us to just give us an overview of what 7.20 is. Good afternoon, through the Chair. I also have Director Ron Brundage on the, on the um, meeting, if we can be moved up. Yes, so if we can move over Director as a panelist as well. Madam Chair, the director has been promoted. Thank you. Hello, director. Good to see you again. Good afternoon, Madam Chair. If you wouldn't mind just letting us know what 720 with this amendment would do. Sure. Uh, uh, we're actually amending uh, the existing host agreement uh, that the city has with U.S. Ecology, uh, and the host agreement provides uh, the parameters uh, whereby they're uh, allowed to operate within the city. Uh, the original host agreement, agreement that was ex executed a few years ago had a financial component to the agreement that required U.S. Ecology to pay, annual, to pay an annual fee of $20,000 uh, to the city, and the funds at that time would go through BC uh, for Detroit residents uh, that were interested in going into various environmental uh, related fields. Uh, the, the, this particular host agreement is being amended 
not uh, in terms of the, the context of the requirements of the agreement, but uh, it's providing a different uh, a different uh, a different pathway for the annual twenty thousand uh, dollar financial commitment. Uh, if approved, uh, the the for the twenty thousand dollars would go towards four scholarships uh, to city of Detroit residents that attend DPS schools uh, with a uh, preference being or being given to residents uh, near the uh, US Ecology facility, which happens to be in, uh, in City Council District 3. So we're not changing any of the terms of the agreement, agreement any, any of the requirements uh, that US Ecology has to meet. Uh, we're just amending where that annual $20,000 commitment would go to. And again, it would go towards four or $5,000 scholarships to DPS students. Understood. And is there a plan for the students to come back and to operate in these different positions or are we just providing them these scholarships? Uh, well, the, the scholarships, uh, priority is gonna be given to, uh, to DPS students that uh, have shown an interest in potentially going into a uh, field of science, mathematics, uh, or just some field that uh, if they chose to go into, you know, if they chose to go into that particular field, that there would be a greater possibility that ultimately uh, they may end up landing in a professional position that kind of aligns with uh, the work that U.S. Ecology performs. Understood. Thank you, Director. Colleagues, are there any other questions? Discussion? Vice Chair? Uh, Madam Chair, just for everybody's edification, this is a host community agreement that um, the community requested. I supported strongly. The mayor negotiated. Um, out of 13 requests from the community, 12 were able to be accomplished with the 13th being a shutdown. U.S. Ecology, legally, we don't have the ability to do that. So everything that legally could be done was done. In this situation, initially it was to support the jobs program, but we're just not getting the same immediate bang from our buck for that $20,000 annually. So the suggestion was to give four, $5,000 scholarships annually to local, local youth um, this past year, it was done, so we've proven concept. It's done with the DPSCD uh, Foundation. They provide the money is sent to them, and they provide the actual scholarships. Uh, and two went to CAS, two went to Renaissance, and two went to U of M, one went to Wayne State, and one's going to Michigan State, I believe, with the university that the children selected. And it's going to be changed every year. So once you receive it one year, you won't be eligible again. So we continue to make sure youth receive those and as long as they're focused on STEM, it does make them, puts them in the realm of being able to work for an organization or U.S. Ecology itself, which has now been purchased by Republic Waste, but they're not obligated to do that. So, but we're really putting now our money where our mouth is and supporting our youth to get into STEM and make sure they have some money to get into college. Understood. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair. If there are no other questions or comments, thank you, Director, for joining us. Is there a motion to approve 7.20? Motion, request to send a new business as well. 7.20, there's been a motion to send to new business and to approve. Hearing no objection, 7.20 will be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. Colleagues, I was supposed to request that 7.19 be sent to new business as well. Is there a motion to do so? Motion. Then 7.19 is the Transportation Alternatives Programs Grant. Um, there's been a motion. Are there any objections? 
Hearing none, 7.19 will be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. Which brings us now to our miscellaneous section. 7.21 is a memo designating November 2022 as Lung Cancer Awareness Month. Member Waters, I defer to you. If you have any updates, comments regarding. Um, we're just waiting for the, um, oh, it's already completed actually. It's already done. So, uh, motion for approval. Okay. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.21 is approved. Will be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. I'm, was there a motion for new business or are you okay for, with formal? Uh, a new business. Let's to new that. business. Mm -hmm. So there's been a motion to send 721 to new business with the recommendation to approve. I believe that is it for our agenda. Thank you everyone so much for your patience. We will go to member reports if there are any. Vice Chair? There's no report. Member Waters? Zero. The election day is tomorrow, everyone. Remember to vote. Elections, the polls will be open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. I was going to share that you can vote today till 4 p.m., but it is 4.07. Uh, so with that, thank you all so much. Without objection, we are now adjourned.